Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Communication 101 Podcasts. And today I'm joined by... I'm Holly. Hi. Hi, and I'm Dan. And hi, and I'm Jack. And you are back listening to Communication 101. Today's episode, we've got a new guest this week, and that's Holly, who's also involved with Freedom of Creative Arts. So why don't you say hi and just talk a bit more about yourself? Um, hi everyone, so I am the dance workshop leader at Freedom Road and also a teacher, so I suppose I'm quite fitting for this um, this podcast talking about trust. And that's about me, yeah? So right there and then, Holly's just said the topic of this week's podcast. So, so far over the past few weeks, we've had numerous different themes we talked about in our podcast so far. So kick things off with a pilot episode weeks ago. We then talked about communication being important, honesty, respect and also responsibility, but we've also, not to mention, had a few special episodes dedicated to Valentine's Day. And last week we had one dedicated to International Transgender Day Visibility, which has been really good. We've got several different guests on each and every time. And today's topic is all about trust for a healthy, dependable relationship. So guys, just to start off a bit of a discussion, what's the first thing you think about when you hear the word trust in the context of a healthy, dependable relationship? Ooh. I think with trust, I think it's like, um, it's not something it's spoken. I don't think you you speak about trust. I think it's something that you can't get its end in an odd sense. You know, like you, you don't just go out there and get it straight away. I think it's end. And it, I think with trust comes a lot with respect. If you know what I mean? With trust, you usually have a bit of respect there. So I think that's what it is with me. I think trust is end through a long time with a friendship or a relationship. I think you're right what you say there, Jack. It certainly comes with a lot of responsibility um, and trust is a lot of different levels. So it's something that's end and, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to explain, isn't it? But, yeah, I agree with you, Jack. Yeah, and I totally agree with you two as well. Like, trust, I think, you, you have to earn over time. It's not like... I think sometimes for some people, trust can come on like quite like quickly, um, but it, there's still kind of maybe a boundary there. But I think the more you get to know someone as a friend or a relationship or whatever it is, I think that that trust builds slowly and slowly till you have that um, like that real trust. But as well, I think trust can be broken really, really easily. That's good. Cause like, as Dan just said, it's also well, it has its positives and its negatives, you know, and its drawbacks, especially in the HDR with respect. So we, we just talked about the idea behind trust in a relationship, but I just wanted to hear from you guys. What do you think the definition of trust is? Like on top of your head, what do you think it is in words? Ooh, um, for me, off the top of my head, if someone said trust, I would say it is to kind of give a piece of you away to someone, you know, and you really are trusting them with that. You know, it's rather it's trusting them with an object. Say, would you look after me dog for the weekend, babysitting, vice versa? That's still trust. You're trusting them with, with something that's a part of you. So I guess in an odd sense, it's trusting someone with, with a part of you. Is that an odd way of saying it? No, I'd say that I that that's how I feel as well. I feel like like if it's something maybe you're struggling with and you need to talk to someone, like you always some if you try and talk to someone, they go, well, if you can't talk to me, go to someone who you trust, and like 
honestly that you're saying you're giving someone that 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 worry or whatever it is what's going on so you are giving like some kind of part to them that you're like i'm trusting you with it i'm trusting to tell you because you're like i trust you not to tell anyone so it's like that's i see it totally the same way jack yeah you're totally right there guys um i think a, a lot of belief as well like believing that somebody can can help you with something or can like you say can look after your dog um, or from like a parent point of view, um, trusting for to somebody to look after my child or like the teacher to to look after my child is completely different, different level to be fair. But yeah, it's just believing in um, and respecting that um, in that person to be able to trust them. So when I checked it out on Google, guys, the thing that came up for me was the firm belief in the reliability, truth or ability of something or someone and it's all come relevant to what you guys just talked about so it's like you're giving a piece of yourself or you're trusting someone else with a part of yourself or the ability to cater for that need or something like that so, so basically everything we've said sums that up perfectly right i've got another question next for you guys so how or why do you think it is important for maintaining or, or i mean how or why do you think trust is important to help maintain a healthy dependable relationship um I'll go first. So, like, I guess the reason it's quite important, because if you don't have trust in place, I guess in an odd sense, trust issues can form, which we can get on later on in the podcast and talk about the negative sides to trust. But I guess, like, in an odd sense, if trust is broken, first of all, you straight away are kind of always thinking on the back pedal, can I trust this person anymore? So in an odd sense, it brings on, a lot of kind of anxieties and a lot of issues. So I think it is important because if you maintain a nice bit of trust, then other things form like obviously respect and and a sort of a, sin, a sense of, of sort of normality in a sense that you don't have to really worry. It's just you there for each other. Yeah, you're completely right there, Jack. Um, and also having... Um... Like, I suppose you break a wall down when you trust somebody um, and you almost see that person in a different light. But then if that trust is broken, then you've come, everything you've built up towards has just, just been abolished. And yeah, I totally agree with you. It's like building a brick wall, isn't it? If you, you break a bit of trust, you kind of put a brick wall in between friendship or that relationship. Yeah, talking about that, like, analogy, it's like when you, like, more get that trust it's like you're taking like bricks off the wall and the wall reveals more of each other and um, but like once like maybe you i don't know you've you've asked them to look after i don't know um a mug or something for someone and they break it and maybe that that was a really important mug and then like slowly then the more you start on trusting them the more you could start building the bricks back up and it like covers the other person and that's how like just from that that analogy just came to my head um and that's how i i think that's how i kind of see it and i totally agree with with birth here like you both like covered that kind of question so yeah just wanted to add that in no that's honestly really good like i think also i think it's important to understand with trust as well like it can't just be well, it doesn't have to be just applied to friendships or family. Like it's taken for granted and always applied in everyday services, you know, whether you visit the shop or, you know, you trust the person at the counter to care for your needs or you trust that assistant at the Tesco or stuff like that. So it's, it happens every single day. When you rely on a quality of service to be made, 
be it from a friend or in a workplace, it's there. You need it to get through your day as well, I think. Definitely, definitely. Like, I've, I've just quickly also, again, been looking at a few quotes of, of sort of, of trust. And one of the key ones that popped up here is the glue that holds all relationships together, including the relationship between the leader or the led, is trust. And it says here as well, trust is like blood pressure. It's silent, it's vital, it's good for health. And if it's abused, it can be deadly. These quotes are amazing. So yeah, these are just a few quotes about trust that I guess we don't really think about it that often, do we? Because if it's there, you don't think about it. It's just, it's just there, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like you know, the air we breathe and all that lot. I think it's good actually that you've you really took the initiative to look at quotes, I think, just because it brings me on to my next topic, really, in question. It's like, I know we briefly talked about scenarios and examples about where trust is shown or when it can be broken, but just to go a bit further into that, though, in what occasions or situations would for your trust in someone or something be either broken or improved? Quite interestingly, I've just read um, an article, actually, about um, a teenage boy that went out with his friends and they were all in the park and then a younger, um, an older, sorry, an older teenager that they trusted um, asked him if he wanted to have some of his vape and he did, which then resulted in him going um, being totally unresponsive um, and he had a fit. One of the younger teenagers in the group, they called his mum and actually got an ambulance and some help, but the older teenager, they left. And so they'd caused all of that, um, even though these younger teenagers had had all that trust in that one person. Um, it just shows how quickly um, either some people can, like you said earlier, some people can just trust somebody just like that. Um, and then all of a sudden, actually, you can't trust a person um, and it can be easily broken down. So yeah, it was quite interesting that I read that article just before coming on, actually. When you're young... Um... And you've kind of trust, you've, you know, you've had a lot of good people around you. Your trust levels of everyone around you is going to be quite high. So new people, you know, that stranger danger thing ain't going to click on. And I guess sometimes yeah. trust can lead to bad things. So that's like a bad side to trust, I guess, because then you have the bad side of trust issues as well. So when you're older, I guess, like in a relationship, you know, trust issues can be broken. So then in life, when you're, say, in a new partnership, you, you kind of got that, like, can I trust this person? So in an odd sense, if trust is broken, I guess it leaves a scar in the relationship for that person. And it's constantly there of, like, you no longer can live that normal life because it's been broken. Yeah, most definitely. And also with it being, um, like, a younger, um, a younger teenager than an older teenager, it sort of bridges that gap. Like, can that younger teenager trust somebody else that is older than them? Can they go into the normal everyday life and trust um, an older, like a college tutor that might scar, scar them for things like that. Um, exactly, so yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right, Jack. Kind of on that kind of area. So I don't know if anybody that listening or all of you on here has seen like the Not In Our Country videos. And I think them kind of come with this. So a lot of time, like all the subjects, like trust has been like built um, and they've got like like that trust of the like um the like the kids and the young people, 
and then because they've they've kind of got that so much trust over them they've kind of like got trapped into things and then like obviously all that trust breaks and they see everything so that that kind of made me think about that that kind of that that older teenager kind of had all that trust and then something happened and that like if you haven't seen the not in our country videos go and watch them they're really great but that kind of reminded me of that kind of thing that's really good like i think as well just tied on to what well the example holly brought up it as unfortunate as that example is you know regarding what had happened it importantly draws the positives and the drawbacks to trust. So like, for example, the one teenager who left, you know, that kid who was in the ambulance, that kid trusted that older teenager with his life and he decided to bail, you know, and, but at the same time, though, there was the other friends who stayed back and actually helped support him and called an ambulance, which was the positive element of it because he then found out he could trust those guys as opposed to the other. And that's good. And as Jack says about, well, leaving a bit of a dent or a scar on it, it's going to remain with him for a long time, if not the rest of his life, if they keep that relationship. Well, there's, so the, sorry, there's, there's something that my mum always used to say to me was before like putting like your trust, all your trust on something to test, to test if it's a firm foundation. So to test if whatever it is, is it's going to break or it's, do you know what I mean? So it's kind of firm. And yeah. You, yeah. Like if you go to sort of a really old fragile chair, you just won't go plonk yourself straight on it. You'd test to see if it's strong yeah. enough first. Yeah. So like it was a bit like rocky or whatever. Like there's a couple of tables at the unit. They're a bit like rocky like you wouldn't just go and just go straight and stand on it you would kind of maybe wobble it first put a knee on it go all all on it do you know what i mean like you would take it step by step and sometimes i, f- I think like if you've got like you meet a new friend at college or a new friend at work or whatever to kind of test the boundaries to test like the found like the foundations of them as a as a person to see how how much you can like put your trust on them before like you go all in so it, all, it, it, it tests the waters. Yeah, like, like we said earlier, like breaking the bricks down, like breaking the boundaries, kind of slowly doing it and not full on. Because when I think when you go like full in with your trust, like it can easily get bro- broken. When you when like someone like starts college, it's like obviously our school, like you meet new friends. And like for me, I can make friends really easily, but then I can lose friends like like as well really easily um so like for me I've got one friend at college that like I think it was the first day we kind of just like you get that one person where you just click do you know what I mean and like me and um it's called Liam um I don't know if you'll listen to this but like we kind of just got on like straight away and since then we've like become really good friends and like I think we formed that trust quite quickly and I knew that I could trust him with anything that was going on or if there was a problem or like I said oh can you look after my wallet like I know I could trust him um and I think sometimes you meet people like that and like I think like we've both had like so many conversations that I know he's not now just going to go and like tell someone else. Um, so I think sometimes you do get like that one person that everything kind of just, you know, clicks really easily. Um, I don't know if any of you found that um, in like work or whatever. I honestly agree. I think it's so, like that example has just made me have a bit of a thought actually. So like, you know how we've been doing these podcasts for a while and, you know, it involves discussing communication, honesty, respect and responsibility as elements of a healthy, dependable relationship. When you have an example like Dan's, well, as Dan just showcased just then, I think trust is established from experience. So, you know, experience between two people or even more people if it's a group or collective. So 
you know, you've had to have that shared experience communicating, being honest with each other, and it integrates really well with trust, I think, because they overlap with all the other elements as well, I think. I think coming at it from um, from a professional point of view, um, like I'm sure you guys were saying, like when I walked into that, that hall for the first time, you're like, oh my goodness, who is this person? So you wouldn't have had any trust in me at all. But um, as a professional, you just you just build, you make those conversations. Um, and now, well, fingers crossed, like you guys will just come to me and you're quite happily ask for my advice and things like that. And and that doesn't just come just just to the click of the finger, like that's built over time. Um, and I, as a professional, I can I can soon um, make that into a downfall if I'm not careful, or if I if I can say the wrong thing, and you will immediately go back to like the first day you you met me, and you're like, no, this is, like you said, stranger danger. Like I'm not even going to speak to this person. No, and I totally get that from being like obviously at Freenbird and going to college. Like, the first time I came to college, like I had two new like tutors well three four actually um and obviously like I think the first time like me in my my dance teacher I was a bit like um a dancing was very different and I kind of because I, I had that boundary of, I didn't really trust what she was doing how she was doing I was a bit like I'm not used to this as well so like over time like that trust is built and now I'm like oh, I really like what she's doing I'm really like but it's because that trust and I know now if I've got an issue with something or I'm struggling with something I can go and tell them just go, I feel comfortable and going oh look I'm really struggling with this can you help me out before I, I just couldn't because I didn't have that trust so I totally get what you mean sometimes new meeting new people you can kind of have like not having the trust straight away or like I said uh, with my mate like the trust just came on straight away so there's like I think as well it's the personality of people I think like that's my opinion like if you're uh, um, your personality is quite similar I think sometimes that trust can come quite quickly but if it's very different I think sometimes it takes a little bit longer because you might like well they don't like the same things I do well they do do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, most yeah. definitely. You know what I both, you know what you both just said, which like I'd noticed that you both haven't really said about is no one ever has the conversation about trust, do you? You never sit there and go, oh, we've just started trusting each other, aren't we? You know, you don't just you don't just have that conversation, and that's great, that you know, because it's just it builds, and I think it's it's like a human part of nature trust. We think we trust it's sort of part of nature, like with a. Uh, so like you, Holly, you've got your child. So like trust is in embedded with you, with your like, you know, your children and obviously, you know, with your and stuff, because it's like a like a, a human nature thing with family and stuff. It's embedded. Yeah, most definitely is. But then not everybody's fortunate to have to have a trust with a um a partner or the children. So like it's like going back, um, it can just be taken in an instant. Um, and then that's when the conversations um, possibly do come around of trust when it's seen in a negative way. And actually you realise you trusted that person with your life or with um, with your friendship or your your dog or something like that. Um, it's not until something happens that you realise, oh no, this is trust. This is what it is. And now it's being broken and I don't know how to rebuild. Well, I want to conclude with the podcast today though, guys. Do you reckon, well... Obviously now restrictions have started to ease from the COVID-19 lockdown pandemic and things. 
But I'm curious to ask now to start sort of end the podcast today. Do you reckon over the last 12 months of having been involved with the pandemic and, you know, having to stay indoors all the time, may even be staying indoors with families or everyone they've had to stay with, um, would you say the lockdown or the pandemic has impacted your trust in people? I guess it has, because not only now is it, well, you know, you trust obviously with family and friends that you're worrying about, but you've got to trust random people that they're wearing the mask, that they're hand sanitizing and stuff like that. When you're obviously on public transport and in the bout around the place, so you've got to kind of like, you've got to have that reliable trust that people are doing the right thing. So yeah, you kind of, an element trust has now become part of everyday life of, I've got to wash my hands just in case somebody hasn't. So like your trust elements are a bit destroyed and it's odd, you know, I feel, I feel like I'm hand sanitizing 24 seven, you know, it's, it's a mental thing. I think my, my hands are now becoming 50% hand sanitizer and 50% skin. <laughs> so my kind of on that question is like, I think a lot of trust would have changed in this time and a lot of like good trust and bad trust. So the good trust, obviously like what Jack said is about like being able to like trust people like at college, at college when you obviously go for like, when when I did the COVID test in there, you just like, you met these people that you've never met before and they was like handing these like swabs and stuff to do like the tests. Like I've never met them and you've got to kind of have all that, your trust on them to to do their job right. So you obviously can get like the right tests or like you could say for the scientists, like in this time, like we've had to trust them to do like to make the, the medicine, make the, the vaccine, do you know what I mean? The trust that it works and the trust on um, government and things like that to do the right things. Um, and obviously I think, and like obviously on unlike people when you're in the shops, like wear the mask, but you could obviously say as well that like the bad things of like where trust could have like dropped is maybe with your friends, like maybe that you've lost touch, or um maybe like you've got like friends that, that like haven't been like going with the rules with the guidelines and have just been doing what they want. Maybe your trust has like gone there because it's like, well, you're not doing as like you were meant to you're not keeping safe so i don't think i can actually trust to be near you just in case you have got the virus and you don't know and i get it and i pass it on like that's how i kind of see that question i don't know if i got it the right way but that's how i kind of see it no 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 definitely yeah you're going the right yeah i agree yeah i think we're um we're all putting our trust into society really aren't we um trusting everyone's following the rules um and obviously people have different opinions on on what that is and so and we can't change a human being can we we can't change the way that somebody thinks um we just have to like you say put our trust in in society especially like um like schools um i like in my classroom i've had to put in provisions for the children um and i've had to put extra like hand washing regimes together and things like that and then resources and stuff and so but those parents don't know that I, they they've obviously they know something's going on but they don't see what's inside that classroom they don't see um all the social distancing and everything like that they just have to trust that that is what we're practicing um and I can rest assure you that is being practiced in school. So you can put all your faith and trust into us teachers, don't worry. I've, I've got this, this article I read ages ago, and I mean ages ago. And apparently somewhere someone has written 
that the fundamentals of trust is built primarily in the early stages of school. So we're talking like in your primary school to say high school. Those that's where trust is embedded because you kind of trust, you can kind of then relate to who you can trust and who you can't trust for around people and you kind of build uh, a foundation of society, if you know what I mean. Yeah, most definitely, Jack. And like, especially from early years, right, right the way through up until year 11, you were constantly finding trust in yourself and others, um, trust in your own instincts, which is really important to be able to build that, um, that barrier and that, that brick wall, wall, like we said at the beginning. If you can trust yourself and your instincts to be able to then put those into somebody else, to to trust for you to trust them really i agree though Ollie, yeah it, it's mental though you know because like, trust is never mentioned you never speak about it it's kind of an unspoken um tool or sort of 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 emotion it's kind of in a weird way it can be led to emotion but yeah it's like a fundamental part of our our runnings of life that we don't really tr- talk about because if you talk about it then it gets a bit weird doesn't it and then maybe trust can be broke if you think back to like all of those rules that you you abided by in school, they were there for a reason, and they were there to to build that trust with your your teachers, your peers, um, and as a, as a school as a whole to then um, to then be able to combat things like bullying, and then to build positive relationships to then uh, which are always built on trust, like we said. You need that trust there. It's a fundamental of a positive relationship to yeah, be yeah. able to, to like progress. Riches, yeah. I think as well, if there's no trust there, um, you start putting like boundaries up. Definitely as like, I think like, as, as like kids, like I know, like if you don't have a trust with a teacher or something, you, you put a lot of boundaries up um, without even really thinking about it. Um, so I think if that trust is formed, then there's like, you the you're not going to put them boundaries up as much more as the would if there was no trust. Um, do you get that? I don't know. Yeah, and I think it goes back to what you said about um, your dance teacher at college. Like you had to, you had to, had to adapt slightly to be able to then some form of trust there that actually she she's the professional. She she knows what I'm. I need to learn. You then had to build that relationship, which has then helped you to succeed. Whereas if you'd have not even been open to that relationship and not even wanting to to build any trust, you quite possibly would have gone backwards. And I think we forget about um, we forget about ourselves sometimes when we try to trust somebody. I think you like. I think one way I think to phrase it is like for teachers, it's not just the matter of attending to the educational needs of the kids. You're acting through in loco parentis. You know, you're being that second parent or what. Well, Third parent, even if you know, we've got partners and that, but right. So, unless we've got any more ideas to add, could probably end the podcast. I think the only thing we should say is, guys, make sure to check out our Facebook page. It's on Facebook, it's Communication 101. And make sure to give us a like and give us a share and help us build the community of HDR and the community of Communication 101. 
I want to say really quickly as well is I don't know if he was going to say it, Luke, but if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, that was the transgender awareness one. Am I right there? Um, I had to listen to that and I thought it was absolutely amazing. Everything that they said, they said it um, like it's a really, I think, difficult and sensitive subject to talk about and they all spoke very uh, well. So go and have a listen to that. Um, and yeah, that's all I want to say. Yeah, so go on. Well, if you haven't already, yeah, go on. Well, check us out on Spotify if you're listening on the other services. So, yeah, make sure to get listening and get sharing. Brilliant. And just to add as well, guys, we plan to not just talk about more elements of a healthy, dependable relationship, but we also plan to try and integrate another community called Beats Bus in the near future just to get them involved in the podcast. So like how last week's on transgender awareness, we had Corner House come on with some of their young people. We plan to also include Beats Bus. So if you're unsure who Beats Bus are, just look them up. And also to follow up, our next discussion will be based on families and maintaining healthy, dependable relationships in families. So to conclude the podcast today, I've been Luke. I've been Holly. And I've been Dan. And you all have been listening to Communication 101. Keep safe, guys. Bye.